Good morning, class. Good morning, Brother Keith. Hi, I'm Keith Moore, and we welcome you to Faith School. Faith School is the place where my spirit is fed, where my faith grows stronger, and I learn how to be an overcomer. That's what you are made to be, not a loser, not a victim, not one who's conquered, but an overcomer. A victorious one, actually more than a conqueror in Christ. Uh, get your Bible, get something to make a note with. Come on into the classroom with us. We've saved you a seat close to the front. Uh, we're, sometimes people say, well, we're coming into your uh, bedroom or into your living room. or into No, we want you to come into here with us into this cocoon, <laughs> this environment of faith. And you can turn off the world and its loud, annoying voices for a few minutes, can't you? And come on in here with us. Let's get some answers today. Father, all of us, uh, all over the world, we agree together as touching this, asking you for the anointing, asking you for utterance, asking you for the quickening of the Holy Spirit. We, we agree with what you said, Lord, that he guides us into all the truth. And we thank you for answers today. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Would you look again in our great textbook, the Bible, to Matthew, the 17th chapter. Um, we've been studying one by one the individual accounts of healing in the ministry of Jesus. And we're down to the 13th one in our study, which is the healing of the lunatic boy, and that's the term the scripture uses here, is found in Matthew 17, Mark 9, and also Luke 9. And we'll begin here uh, at Matthew 17 again, verse 14. When they were come to the multitude, there came to him, to Jesus, a certain man kneeling down to him and saying, uh, notice how many times uh, the miracle started with somebody hearing about Jesus and then somebody responding in a respectful way. Do you hear that? That already shows some faith. Even if you didn't have faith to receive it yet, you wouldn't even respond if you didn't believe it was true, right? Or that there was some possibility of help there. There are different degrees and levels of faith. Um, there's faith that it's true, faith that the Lord would, would hear you, faith that He cares about you, faith that His power can make it happen. And that's still not faith to receive. Are y'all with me? But that is faith. And sometimes that's why people are confused. They go, well, I have a lot of faith in God. Why would you imply that it could be an issue with my faith? 
what do you mean you have a lot of faith in God? What does that mean? You believe he exists? Well, that's not enough to receive. That's not, you got to be convinced it's his will for you to have it, right? And that you can receive it. So um, we see that this story wouldn't even have gotten started unless the man, we, we know from other parts of this account, he brought his son first to the disciples. And he did that for one reason, because Jesus wasn't there. <laughs> when he got there, Jesus and Peter, James, and John were up on the Mount of Transfiguration where that amazing experience happened when he first uh, got there with his son. And so the other disciples, excluding Peter, James, and John, they endeavored to minister to the boy unsuccessfully. So they, they endeavored to exercise authority uh, and, and or to pray over him, whatever they did, but it did not uh, get the results. And so Jesus then and Peter, James, and John, they come down from the, the mount or the hill and um, uh, we'll see in just a, a little bit later, there was a uproar, if you will, going on over this situation. And so uh, that's one reason why that Jesus said, oh, faithless. And we might say messed up <laughs> generation, distorted, twisted. Why? Well, what a contrast of coming down out of the glory into this, right? Can you see that? Can you see it? that even makes it more clear? Jesus, he sighed, if you will, and, and there's annoyance and irritation. He's like, faithless. We need to know this about the master and about the father. Unbelief irritates him. It annoys him. Do you want to annoy Jesus? No, no you don't. No, you don't. <laughs> and you might say, well, how can I help it? You must be able to help it or it wouldn't be reasonable that he be annoyed. Come on, can you see that? Is he reasonable or not? Is he fair? He is. And that reveals faith is a choice. Say it out loud, class. Faith, faith is, a is a choice. See, whether you believe or whether you don't believe is a choice. You know, I could tell you something. You know, I went fishing yesterday, I might say, which I didn't, but I went fishing and I caught a fish that was six foot long. Amazing. You weren't there. So now what do you got a choice? <laughs> right? To believe what I told you or not. Would it be true to say, I can't believe that? That's not true. You could believe it if you chose to. Right? If you say, I can't believe that, you are not saying it right. What you should say to be accurate is, I heard what you said, Brother Keith, about that six-foot fish, but I just choose not to believe that. 
I don't. I think you're. T- I think you're lying. I don't think that's right. You're either mistaken or something. Or you could say, well, I don't think Brother Keith would lie about something like that, or or about anything. If he said he caught it, I think he did. <laughs> right? Is it a choice? Come in. Yes. Huh? Well, see, faith in God is exactly the same. You hear what he said. And if he said he created the heavens and the earth and all that in them is, I wasn't there. You weren't there. Nobody that postulates their theories were there either. Right? And people say, I just can't believe that, that, that some amazing being spoke and things came into existence. Well, how did it come into existence? Oh, there was a big bang. What caused it? Huh? Well, it was just, no, see, that's not science. That's a belief. Come on, are you with me or not? That everything spontaneously self-created, how'd that happen? How did that happen? You don't know. We have no evidence that anything around us ever spontaneously self-created Point one thing to me that ever just poof came into existence by itself. How can it create itself when it didn't exist before? No, no. If you want to believe that, you can because we're create we're beings are created such we can believe anything we choose to. It doesn't have to be true. Doesn't have to be right. You can believe a lie. That's what deception is. Right? And if you want to believe that the entire universe spontaneously self-created, you can believe that. But don't call it science. And don't act like, don't act like anything's proven. Huh? And quit teaching it for fact. Come on, are you with me? This word. I trust. I've chosen to believe it. You have to make your own choice. But if he said in the beginning God created the heavens. He said light be. And it became. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I believe that. You say well I can't believe that. You could if you wanted to. It's a choice. This man must have chosen to believe that there was help in Jesus, right? He must have heard, maybe heard about the meetings. He heard about other people that got healed, delivered, whatever. And so he sets out and, and, and brings his son, his affected son, with him to this place, uh, probably expecting to be ministered to by Jesus, but Jesus is gone. And so his disciples, his staff, endeavored to minister to him. And so... Uh, When Jesus comes down from the mount, he came to him. He sees Jesus. That's who he wanted to see to start with. And so he runs to him and kneeling down to him said, Lord, have mercy on my son. Kneeling down is a good start for a miracle. Y'all with me, class? Why? It shows faith. It shows reverence. It shows worship. Right? 
if, if God is God, he is the creator, you ought to act like it, right? You ought not puff out your chest and, and demand answers. You ought to realize who you are in this equation, right? And how pitiful your understanding is compared to the creator's and uh, acknowledging if he can create the stars and the planets, if he can create life, if he can create animals and plants in my body, he can fix my boy. Yeah. Come on, is that right? He can fix my boy. Well, if you really believe that, it's entirely appropriate, isn't it? To, to, right? Kneel down. Somebody say kneeling down, kneeling down. is a good step. Toward a miracle. <laughs> he, he knelt down to him and he said, Lord, have mercy on my son. This is the right thing to say as well. Why? Because it's not owed to you. I said, it's not owed to you. Why would God owe you healing, deliverance? Why would God owe you help? Why? You owe him your existence. Right? You're breathing his air. His gravity is holding your feet to the ground. <laughs> right? You're, his design is why you have a functioning brain. It's, uh, he doesn't owe you because you exist. Mercy is not what's owed. Mercy is asking for grace. Grace is a gift. A gift that's not deserved. A gift that's not merited, not, not earned. Lord, have mercy on my son. This, this is a, a wonderful second step, <laughs> right, to a miracle. Knelt down in uh, humility and acknowledging who's God, who's the creator and who's the created. And then asking for mercy. We can ask for mercy today and get help. And then what the Bible said, let us come boldly, not, not arrogantly, but confidently before the throne of grace uh, to obtain mercy and get grace to help in the time of need. Stop being mad at God because you think he should have done something for you or he, he didn't prevent something or that is... That's arrogance, that's unbelief, that's disrespect. Ask for mercy. Ask for help. This man, a little bit later on, we'll see, he asks for help again later, and he gets it both times. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He gets amazing help both times that gets him from a, a place of faithlessness and a place of no results to a place of complete deliverance and total healing. Can God get us from where we are to where we need to be? Hmm? From deficient faith to abundant faith, from no results to full results. But notice how he got there, kneeling, asking for mercy, and then later on asking for help. Let's do it right now. A number of folks uh, need some things. Say it out loud. Father God, Father God I, bow my heart I bow my heart before you. Before you. 
I acknowledge you are the Almighty. You are the Creator. And I am the created. I ask you for mercy. For help. In my time of need. I don't claim to deserve the least of your mercies. And yet you are merciful. Very gracious. Grant me the help I need today. And the mercy I need for now. In Jesus name. Hallelujah. Thank you Lord. He's doing it too. He is. He has. He is. He will. Thank God for mercy. You know I've, I've seen some folks sometime there old twisted up. Remember he said faithless and twisted generation. They're like what did I ever do to deserve this? And the answer is plenty. Lots. What? Yes. Yes. All have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Is that right? And the wages of sin is death. You don't want to talk about what you deserve. Nor do I. If you and I got what we deserve, We'd be broke, we'd be sick, we'd be confused, we'd be depressed. We'd die prematurely and go to hell. Because that's what we sowed. You don't want to talk about what you deserve. Y'all with me or not? You know what you want to talk about? Mercy. 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 Grace. Why? Because mercy is what you didn't deserve. Mercy. Mercy means you don't get the bad stuff you did deserve and you do get the good stuff you didn't deserve. That's grace. Amen. That's mercy. Yes. Somebody say, thank God thank for God. grace. Thank you, Lord, thank you, Lord, for your mercy. For your mercy. He, the Bible said his tender mercies are over all the works of his hands. That's who he is. But don't come with attitude. Or you'll get nothing. You say, what do you mean? I'm quoting scripture. The Bible said God gives his grace to the humble. the humble, James says. What about the proud? They get resisted. Now, you know, you, you may have been spouting off to people all your life. And you may think it works. And you may have bullied your way into this. And demanded your way into that. But it doesn't work with God. That's why you just go defeated and empty year after year, and decade after decade. You cannot come to Him with attitude. You want to repent. You want to ask God to forgive you for being belligerent and ignorant and foolish. You want to do like this man. Kneel down. Hallelujah. Kneel down. Literally, physically, kneel down. And in your heart, humble yourself. Say, God, have mercy on me. Hadn't we seen this before? The Syrophoenician woman, you remember we talked about her? She came, she tried to use maybe some borrowed phraseology. He didn't even respond to her. But finally, at one point, she fell down and worshiped him and said, Lord, help me. And she got help. Hallelujah. When you, get, when you get real with God, you quit playing games, you get serious, and you humble yourself, 
He gives grace to the humble. It's not humiliating to be humble. Humble is being honest. Humble is acknowledging how big he is and how little you are <laughs> in comparison, how, how great he is, how much you need him, how dependent on him we are. You want to acknowledge that on a regular basis. Walking and living by faith doesn't mean you're independent. It does mean you're independent from people. And that's wonderful. <laughs> I said, that's wonderful. But it also means you are completely dependent on God. Right? I'm, you know, everybody take a breath. How'd you take that? How'd you do it? You're used to it, but you are completely dependent on the one who made you, who gives you brightness of mind, who made your spirit, who keeps your heart beating. And he loves you. He cares about you. But you need to know who's who. Right? Jesus is my Lord. He's the King of kings. He's the Lord of lords. He's the head of the church. Can you say amen? And I'm down here somewhere in the body. But I'm going to stand. The body can't make it without the head. Right? <laughs> if we're able to disconnect your head from your body, your body's in trouble. Is that right? I mean, it's all over, right? It's all over. You, your head, your body is completely dependent on your head because everything comes from there. And so, that, so it is with the church. He knelt down to him. He said, Lord, have mercy on my son for he is lunatic. Like we said, that's the word for, for moonstruck or, or affected, he was affected both uh, spiritually and physically. And uh, he, he describes some of it. He said, oftentimes he falls into the fire and often into the water. Now we see later account here, it said to destroy him. And so you could interpret this as a suicide attempt. But if the boy is not even fully aware of what he's doing, it's not exactly suicide attempt. But who is trying to still kill and destroy? See, this is not God. Yeah. Right? God didn't do this to this boy. Something is trying to destroy. Something is trying to kill him. In fire, burn him up. In water, drown him. And so he said, I brought him to your disciples, and they could not cure him. So there's a bit of a, a, an accusation there, right? I brought him to your people, and they did their thing, and it didn't work. They said their stuff, and they prayed their prayers. And, and Jesus answers, so he answered the man, and I think you can tell he's looking at the whole group. He says, oh, <laughs> why, why say oh? Huh? <laughs> why say oh? Ah, faithless. 
twisted, distorted generation. How long will I tolerate you? How long do I put up with you? You know, the scripture said, when the Lord returns, shall he find faith in the earth? A lot of people act like faith is just this everywhere thing, but it's not. And so much of what people call faith isn't faith. Faith is one of those big words like love and life and hope. And it's something that's been abused and maligned. And people say, well, what faith are you? And they mean what denomination, what religion. And it really, a lot of it has nothing to do with real living faith. Faith, according to the scripture, is precious. It's, it's rare and precious. Peter talks about like purest gold. In fact, it's more rare and more valuable than the purest refined gold. So you don't find faith everywhere. In fact, one scripture says not all men have faith. It's available. But, um, and we already talked about why, because it's a choice. It's a choice. But Jesus was, on this day and at this point, he was annoyed. He was irritated that there wasn't more faith. Why? Because there had been plenty to hear. There had been plenty to see. <laughs> right? And, you know, um, the scripture says that uh, writing to part of the church, a New Testament passage says, when for the time you ought to be teachers, Peter said, you have need that one teach you again uh, the, the principle, basic principles um, many times we should be further along than we are. And it's all about being slow to believe or quick to believe. It's not a sign of intelligence. that something's been proven to you 300 ways and you go, well, I'll think about that. Look at, <laughs> you're, you're slow to believe. That's annoying. You had evidence back reason number four, right? You're up to 54 and you're still going, huh, I'll have to give that some more thought. Well, you, you can be thinking halfway into the millennia. That's not a good thing. That's not a good quality. And when God, who's never lied to us, right? Never lied to us. When he says something to us, we should be what? Quick. Oh, somebody say quick, quick to believe. Not quick to believe anybody and everybody. Quick to believe him. Quick to believe him and to completely believe him. I don't, I don't want the Lord looking at me going, Ah, oh, Keith. When are you going to believe, boy? Uh-uh. No, I want the Lord to not have been, not have finished saying it. And I'm going, I believe it. I believe it, Lord. You never told a lie. You never lied to me. You always been there for me. Somebody say, I believe it, Lord. I, I believe, I, you, I believe. Hallelujah. And our time's up again today. As you can see, 
This is big. And so come back tomorrow. We'll see you for the rest of this tomorrow here at Faith School. I've got a victory living inside. Thank you for joining us at Faith School. Class is dismissed for today, but you can watch this and other episodes of Faith School free of charge at faithschool.org. For more information, visit our website or call us at 941-702-7390.